Welcome to the Busy Pastor Podcast. If you're interested in leadership and ministry coaching, go to busypastor.org slash coaching. Join the Busy Pastor community today by going to busypastor.org, filling out the form, and you will receive more free resources, starting with our Fab Five resource, helping you determine the five things only you can do. Episode 35 of the Busy Pastor Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. Welcome to all of our new listeners. My name is Greg Gibson. I'm here with my co-host, Pastor Trent Stewart, the lead pastor at Foothills Church. And uh, we have a special guest again with us today, Pastor Taylor Knight. And Taylor, your position here at Foothills is what? Yeah, I am the Connection Pastor. The Connections Pastor. Yeah. And uh, do a lot with small groups as well. Yes, yeah, I oversee our, our discipleship process, the journey, and then small groups. Yep, and so Pastor Trent, you've known Taylor for a long time. Yeah. Tell us about uh, how you guys met and uh, his journey to FC. Yeah, I had the privilege of knowing Pastor Taylor for much, if not all of his life, um, <laughs> since he was uh, young, but really got to know him when he was in high school, when I was a student pastor uh, at the church that his family attended in Knoxville, and uh, yeah, so he was in the student ministry, he started as the soundboard director <laughs> as a if i had that good of a title that's yeah. that's awesome i should have i should have thought of that title back then but yeah so he was in my small group he he did all things media at that time and um so i've known him for a long time and been a privilege to see his growth and glad to have him at fc yeah and uh, we we have uh history the three of us actually mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. The twenty second story. On, the twenty second story on backpacking. <laughs> so together. we live we live close to the Smoky Mountains, and so we we uh, backpack. We used to quite a bit, not so much anymore. But uh, used to get up there, and one of the first hikes that all three of us went on together was the first hike. Uh, we get about halfway up the trail, <laughs> several miles, uh, to only realize that we forgot to bring the stakes. Stakes and uh, who was who was responsible for the stakes? Well, he had one job. He had one job, and uh, he goes by the name Taylor Knight. <laughs> Guilty as charged. Guilty as charged. So we had to hike back down the mountain, go get the stakes. And you might be wondering, why are you guys eating steaks in the mountains? And my resin. And yeah, my response is, why wouldn't we eat steaks? Yeah. Well, you know, you travel that far up into the mountains, you might as well build a fire and eat red meat. And we had no idea what we were doing. No, you're not like yeah, cans of soup, and our bags are seventy five pounds. <laughs> yeah, but those yeah. steaks were good. We got them, and uh, so we made we, it happen. We made it happen. So, so welcome Taylor Knight to the Busy Pastor Podcast, and and uh, what I what what we want to draw out of you today is in particular our coaching ministry here at FC, and so. Uh, when we, you know, if you go back and listen to a previous episode, uh, the episode will be in the show notes. But if you go back and listen to this this episode on our leadership pipeline, you're going to hear an in depth discussion on that. But talk a little bit about just kind of as a as an int- introductory conversation here about our leadership pipeline here to to draw our listeners into uh, what does that look like at Foothills Church? Yeah. Absolutely. I definitely don't want to go and belabor what you've already taught, but just to review those levels. We have the most basic level of, of leadership at FC is really just a volunteer, someone who serves in really any position. It's an entry level position. Yeah, you can serve there. And when we you have, say when you say basic level of leadership, volunteers are leading themselves. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. 
Then we have team leaders, um, and they are leading volunteers. Mm -hmm. We have coaches that we're going to talk about, and coaches are leading team leaders. Um, and or small group leaders, right? Exactly. Yep. Yeah, we would consider that that same level of leadership. And then you get into uh, ministry directors and our senior leadership. Um, but yeah, coaches are right there in the middle, and that's what we're going to talk our about. Our coaches paid at, at Foothills? No, they are the, not. These are all volunteers. They're yes, paid are. in encouragement and love. <laughs> yes. In, in the heaven, ex- there will be many crowns yes. and light roast coffees. <laughs> that's right. The occasional gift card to your local coffee <laughs> shop. Uh, but yeah, co- and really, I, I would say coach is probably the highest level of leadership that is not paid uh, yeah. at our church, mm-hmm. yeah. which is mm-hmm. awesome. It's a huge honor. Yeah, yeah for sure. we, we do have staff members who are paid who who do serve as coaches. So absolutely. So yeah, so it's it's a, a kind of a, a cross couple hats there. Yeah, cross world. So so what when it comes to being a coach here at Foothills Church? So talk to me about the prerequisites. So you're not showing up on day one and saying, "Oh, hey, you're no. you're loud. You're you look like a leader." Why don't you go ahead and lead leaders? I mean, when it comes to team leaders, it's market leaders. So, so what are you looking for in, in this person? Yeah, well, first and foremost, we're looking for alignment. So that alignment comes through our partnership. So obviously you have to be a partner of our church and that starts at the beginning of our, our journey process, the discipleship process. So partnering with us and our mission and vision. Then, um, you know, just a basic tenet of leadership. You can't lead anywhere you haven't been. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we want to see that coaches have been a small group leader before, that they've, they've been in that leadership position. Been there, done that. Exactly. <laughs> Got that T-shirt. And then we, we would even prefer specifically that not only have they been in that role for a season, but they have specifically successfully uh, branched their small groups mm-hmm. um, yeah. that they've led. And so meaning that they've established a co-leader in the group they've led and seen their, grant, their group multiply. Um, yeah. Let's talk about branching for a second. Sure. That's, that's, that's a great topic. Why do we branch and why do you even use that word branch? Yes. Okay. So I'll start with the word. Uh, so branch is a more aff- affirming word, mm-hmm. uh, cause it feels like you're splitting up the group. That's, mm-hmm. that's why, and that's what people say. They'll, they'll intuitively say, well, are you splitting this up? You, so know? you don't want to use split. No, yeah. exactly. You don't want to use that word. Branch is uh, is affirmative, and honestly, it's a word that's synonymous with growth, which mm-hmm. is what our church does. We we are growing not just in depth, but uh, multiplication numerically. And so that branching process is really twofold. It's branching because it's established a leader. Mm-hmm. So a, a co-leader has been trained and equipped over time to step up into that, that team leader level role, small group leader level role. And then simultaneously, now that leader is ready to be kind of commissioned Mm-hmm. To, to disciple in that way, to lead in that way. And so they'll, they'll, the most ideal form of that is they take half of that group with them. So they've got a good core of people. And then it opens up two groups with more room for people to be discipled at our church. Yeah. And the Lord added to their number daily. Those <laughs> exactly. Who being saved. Acts two, like if you don't want more people to be discipled, meet Jesus, then what are you even doing? Yeah. Like this is the great commission. And so... You know, the, the hard thing I think is for people to be in a group, love the, love the people that are in their group. And we all have been there. You know, Mm -hmm. we, we understand like it's hard because we have relationships and we've been meeting with them, you know, for a year or, or or Mm -hmm. plus, you know, whatever that looks like in, and to branch, that means some of you guys are not going to be in my group. And that can be hard, but those, we call those gospel goodbyes. Those are, 
those are moments where it is it is difficult, but it is necessary for the kingdom. And let's just be honest, we still live in the same area. We can always go, you can always come over to my house and we can always be in relationships. But that's a great uh, way to explain why that's an important and a great name. Okay, back to what you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. Any more <laughs> yeah. prerequisites that we have? Yeah, I'd, I'd say the, the only other prerequisite would just be having completed our discipleship process, meaning mm. they've not only partnered, but they've they've come through uh, that that first class base camp, camp two, discovering their God-given design, their gifting, their their um, the way God's created them, their direction for growth, and then finally camp three, where we're equipping them to be a spiritual leader. Mm. They have to have been through that whole process. Um, again, alignment, affirmation, and then equipping to, to be a mm-hmm. spiritual leader. At FC. They've demonstrated that they are, you know, fulfilling that role in a healthy way. They've they're doing well. They've done it. They've been there. So yeah, those absolutely. Are, those are all a part of that. Yeah, you you mentioned a season. Is there an act? Is there a length of time? Yeah, you're looking for them to be a small group leader. Yes, at least six months. At least six months. Most of our coaches, though, have been small group leaders for years. To be honest, like our current coaches, every mm-hmm. single one of them have been small group leaders for years. And it and it takes you know two yeah. two to three years to to have led a group, branched it, trained up coach. You know that that whole experience takes that that amount of time. Mm-hmm. Um, so it'd be a special circumstance to have a coach with less than a year under his belt at Absolutely. FC. It would be somebody that we have known or that has, that's done it well somewhere else. Um, and so, yeah. Yeah. Um, are coaches leading small groups too? Yeah. Yeah. They, um, it's, it's not really a have to thing, but honestly, most of them want to, right. <laughs> they still want to be in that, that level of, of leadership, um, getting to, to still be able to relate to that. Um, and it helps inform the coaching that they do. Um, but yeah, it's not a requirement that they do that. Uh, and I've even encouraged some just to, to give themselves capacity to coach leaders. I've encouraged them to, to maybe even, uh, take a season away from leading a small group. I've done that. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it's not a, it's not a hard rule. Absolutely. And, and so just very practically. So when we, when we talk about a small group leader becoming a coach, right? So I want to kind of just dive into that for a second. So walk us through how you recruit someone to be a coach. You're, you're, you're in relationship with these people already. Uh, you're seeing them branch groups, but just go as practical as you possibly can uh, when it looks like you're, you're bringing someone, onboarding them into kind of a, that coaching leadership position. Yeah. So just like in any ministry, your greatest recruiters are the people who are already bought into that ministry. Mm-hmm. There's no greater... I hate to use this word, but greater salesman, if you will, for the people who are already in the midst of that ministry. And so the, the first thing we would do is um, uh, an existing coach who is looking at the, the leaders that are currently leading uh, is watching them lead, watching them eventually branch their group, establishing a co-leader. And as they watch them do that, they're affirming that leadership. And honestly, semester over semester, I'm asking our coaches, hey, Who's who? What leads do we have? Who, yeah. who who's ready to take that step of leadership? Who's ready mm-hmm. to to um, to be that kind of leader? And so, it, it's there's an affirmation process of that coach saying, "Okay, I believe that Joe Bob is ready to go. Joe yeah. Bob has has branched his group once uh, after having established a co leader. Uh, he's bought in. He's aligned. He's a healthy leader. He's got healthy groups. Um, and I think he's ready to take this step." Um, I, as, as one of our pastors, affirm that as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, we present them with a job description. Um, so 
hey, Joe Bob, I think I think that this is a step of leadership for you. I think that I think you're ready to do this. Uh, I think yeah. you're qualified to do that. I see you've gone through the discipleship process. You've been equipped to lead. You align with us, affirming all those things. Here's the, what we expect of a coach. Here's the here's the time commitment. Here's the expectations, qualifications, et cetera. I think you'd be good for this. Give them some time to think about that, pray about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Follow up. Okay. Joe Bob's ready to go. I want to take this step of leadership. Um, and we have we have training videos. Uh-huh. Uh, and then there's just the continual development of um, of me to coaches saying, you know, here's here's what's expected of you. Here's how, how here's how this goes, um, and you know our coaches are, are regularly meeting to to do those things. What? How many videos are they watching? Yeah, so almost every I would say at least three videos for every level of, mm-hmm. of training or leadership. And, um, and are those professionally done? Are those you on your laptop? What are those? It's uh, well, you know, I consider our production team here professional, so mm-hmm. <laughs> they have, they've shot those things. But honestly, it's it's nothing super polished. It's nothing like. Uh, we're not going for production value. We're yeah. going for disseminating that's information. What that's what I'm getting at. Like the guys listening to this, if they wanted to, you know, open up their, you know, their iPhone and record them teaching, that would be perfectly fine. Absolutely. And, and that would, and, and the reason why we do videos is because people are on different time schedules and it just, they can absorb that content on their own time when they, when they, you know, have that carved out. And it's not, you know, relayed on your schedule, their schedule to come here in person to do that much faster. It's a great way to do that. And you're also having those one-on-one meetings with them anyway throughout the time to talk about even more important things, you know, as they are making this decision. So they're onboarded. Someone's, you know, Joe Bob, great name, by the way. (laughs) Uh, He's coaching small group leaders now. What does that practically look like? What what are his rhythms Assuming yeah. Joe Bob is a man, what is what do his <laughs> rhythms look like? You know, as a coach. Yeah, well, so I'll say this: being a coach is really just relational discipleship with a focus on leadership. Mm-hmm. So I, you're, it's no, it's all discipleship. It's all leading in that way, and we're we're specifically coaching small group leaders as leaders. And so, mm-hmm. what how you're discipling them is focused on that. The three things that I've asked every coach to do uh, on a semester basis is is this. Meeting with each of the small group leaders that they coach one on one, and so they're doing that uh, at least once, twice, uh, three times a semester, uh, and that's how are you doing spiritually? Like, yeah. like how's your marriage? How's how's work? How are kids? How's your group? Um, those things. Then they're meeting with all of their small group leaders collectively mm-hmm. once a semester, and what's great about that is that provides a forum for them to uh, to develop and train all of those leaders at once, yeah. but also gives a form to ask questions, answer questions. And every leader, you know, it's a value of ours that we, you know, it's easy to feel alone in leadership. Yeah. And especially as a small group leader, you feel like you're kind of a, a lonely man on an island sometimes. And that form allows that, that loneliness to be, um, uh, just yeah. eliminated. Yeah. Right? And then last thing is visiting their small group meeting, uh, to see their small group leader in action. So this allows them to actually see what they need to coach. Right. Yeah. That's important. The leaders need a sounding board. Um, they need uh, to, hey, this is an issue and a problem in our group. And th- these are just practical ways to solve these. And it doesn't have to be a pastor. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be. These guys have been doing this for a long time. They, they know. 
they know how to, you know, answer these questions and encourage and, and pray with and those kinds of things. And so it gets, it gets our, our, our people involved in like, oh my gosh, they're actually a part of making disciples who are making disciples. Yeah. And um, it's mm. not just reliant on paid professionals, you know, in quotation <laughs> marks to, to handle all the business. No, this is the church being the church. That's right. Love yeah, it. it's Ephesians 4, right? Yeah. Equipping the saints for the work of ministry, the only one sentence job description that we really have yeah. as pastors. And I think that's that's incredible. incredible. Yeah. So um, okay, so so there there's those three things that those are the asks, right? Mm-hmm. So you're you're asking uh to meet once a month uh with a small group leader, or sorry, once a season with a small group leader. And and define season again. That's January to May. Yeah, just like a school semester. Okay, school semester. So there's two two real seasons, um, in in kind of our small group calendar with breaks in the the summer months, mm-hmm. um, and then they're uh, meeting collectively with their with all the groups together, and then they're visiting each group. Correct. Yeah. So so that is a that's a a big commitment to ask someone yeah. to to step in, meet with these people. You are now forming them, discipling them, mm-hmm. leading them. You're, yeah, you're giving them a, a large leadership mantle. Yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you're empowering them in this way to serve others. It's it's a, I think a powerful you know position. Yeah, it is. And so, you know, you're not just releasing them to do this ministry on their own on an island. So, as in your position as someone who leads our our coaches, our coaches who lead team leaders and lead small group leaders. What does that look like for you? So, so how are you developing them? How are you pastoring them? Talk, talk me through your rhythms there. Yeah, well, as with any layer of leadership, um, honestly, constantly reminding of the vision and strategy. That's mm-hmm. like the first most basic thing that, that we're doing every time we're meeting, mm-hmm. every time I'm even just sitting out a group text, um, just reminding them, here's here's what we're after, here's the win. Um, that's, that's super important because... It's so easy as as pastors, we swim in this stuff yeah. all day, every day. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. the vision is in front of us all day, like we're the, the ministry, all those things. But these guys are managers down at the factory. They're 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 they own their own business. They're yeah. you know I mean they're they're swimming in something else. You yeah, know? yeah. And certainly, you know, <laughs> they're believers. They're they're sure. the mission of God is in front of them. But but this language and this strategy and the details of what we're after, you have to constantly remind them of that. Um. The other thing that we're training and developing consistently is as we meet together, uh, usually four times in a semester. So me with small group coaches, um, just sitting down in person. And really, we have just a really open conversation about the health of their groups. So, okay, Greg, how, how are the groups that you're coaching going? How, how, just And in very open forum, you know, and then mm-hmm. there's an opportunity for questions there if need be. Uh, but just... Health is a big word for me uh, when it comes to leaders in, in small groups. And so we're just kind of talking about that, assessing that. Uh, and then... When are you doing that? Sorry to interrupt you. What, what does that look like? Is that a morning, afternoon? Are you asking these people to come back at night? Yeah. You know, how, how are you trying to get busy people together for another thing? Yeah. Well, for us, what's worked is the mornings, early mornings. Okay. Before you got to go into the office, before you got to take the kids to the school, whatever it is, um, that, that seems to be the most consistent thing. So, uh, you know, and I learned early on, 
bring food. Yeah. <laughs> bring, you know, I, I got Chick-fil-A ready to go. We're, <laughs> we're rocking that. And so that brings everybody together, get some, some good food to start the day and have some good conversation around those groups. Mm-hmm. Good. Um, so yeah. And it's, you know, there's been times like as we enter into the semester, mm-hmm. you know, pulling up a zoom call just for 30 minutes, yeah. you know, that's really convenient, really easy. You can do that, but you know, after the kids are down yeah. um, and you can just, just, I'm not really doing hardcore developing in that. That's really just Hey, we're getting ready to start a small group season. Here's four, you know, more task level things that you need yes. to keep in mind. Uh, kind of a check in of sorts. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but the 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 deep work we're doing in person mm-hmm. in those morning meetings. Yeah. Questions like, you know, how can I lead you better? What are you excited about? What are you, you know, what's frustrating you right now? Yeah. Like, what are the things in your small group that are, you know, challenging you? Mm-hmm. You know, those are questions. You know, you need three or four questions and boom, you, you've got everything you need to be able to resource them and help them mm-hmm. and, and point them in the right direction. Have those follow-up conversations if need be. Yep. Yeah, that's great. And then you were going to say another thing before I uh, interrupted about the, the time of the actual meetings. Oh, no, you're good. Yeah. yeah. I, well, I think I was going to say um, the, the next thing that, that we do actually in the training and developing, you kind of alluded to this earlier, Pastor Trent, just empowering coaches, empowering them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, like, and, and specifically empowering them to problem solve because mm-hmm. and we joked about this earlier before we started the, the podcast, but like Moses in the old Testament, you know, mm-hmm. all these problems are coming to him, thousands of people. Right. <laughs> and you know, not all of us are pastoring thousands of people, but still having to handle all the problems is not realistic. You've mm-hmm. got to empower other people to, whether it's administrative problems, relational issues, administrative mm-hmm. details, <laughs> obstacles of just like childcare and, yeah. and, and, and even pressing them to accomplish the vision. Like, have you found a co-leader? Why, why not? Yeah. Let me help you do that. You know, like you just got to empower coaches to be thinking about those things mm-hmm. um, and, and helping and, and making sure they have the ownership yeah. to, to press into that. that. That story, obviously with Moses, his father-in-law comes <laughs> to him and he says, Hey, I mean, you can't, you just rely on yourself to answer all of these questions and solve all these problems, get in groups of hundreds, fifties, you know? And so it's, it's just one of those leadership principles of empowering, you know, your people. And it goes back to our one sentence job description to equip the saints. Yeah. So let, let the, you know, the people who are qualified, have the heart, have the skills, let them lead and, and uh, disciple others. I mean, get out of their way. Right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, I, I can affirm that, you know, all that you have kind of shared for this episode, you know, so, um, I oversee our multi-site strategy here at FC, but I also serve as one of your coaches. <laughs> so hear, hearing, you know, you say all of the things that you've said, um, you know, I, I can affirm to our listeners, yes, this is actually happening. Mm-hmm. I am getting the text from Taylor. Uh, I'm probably one of your worst coaches when it comes to, <laughs> no, you know, <laughs> connecting back, um, but I'm coming to the 7 a.m. Chick-fil-A breakfast and mm-hmm. I'm involved with the other coaches and, you know, and, and working to establish coaches in my spheres as well and kind mm-hmm. of move out of that world. So, yeah. so yeah, man. So thank you for all you do, you know, when it comes to, to leading, uh, our, you know, our small group ministry and taking our small group leadership to a next level, another layer of leadership when it comes to our coaches. Yeah. And, you know, there's guys probably thinking, okay, how do I even start this? Yeah. Like, what what do we do? Well, I will tell you, it's one of the hardest ministries we had to get going. And it, mm. it went through 
uh, several, you know, phases and, and, you know, good, good moments, not so great moments, but I think you've got to do that hard work of, of seeing, you know, your top small group leader right now, maybe, and just saying, all right, Joe, Bob, you're JB, you're the man. I'm going to focus in on him being a coach. And, you know, it's August, you know, September, you know, January, you're going to be my first coach. And so you're going to have breakfast with, with him, you know, every other week, you're going to do some training videos. You're going to give him, you know, the pointers that he needs. And then you're going to release him to oversee three or four other small groups and just give him the empowerment, give him everything we've talked about now in this episode to begin to do that. And then from there, you, you know, you're continuing to find the next guy. It really is yeah. one person at a time. You might be able to grab two or three guys, but give them the ministry description, what you need, what you're asking them to do, and then just make a goal. Just say by January, you're going to release them and then begin to establish this and make adjustments along the way. But uh, one of the greatest things you as a pastor will do is give this authority, give this leadership to other qualified men and women in your church yep. that can actually lead others to lead small groups. Yep. Yep. Equip the saints for the work of ministry. So yeah, thank you for, for being on today's episode, Pastor Taylor. Thank you for all that you do for our small group leaders at Foothills. And so just as Pastor Trent said, this is the most important thing. One of the most important things that you can do is empower your, your leaders to lead in this way. So let's be busy with the right things as we go about our pastoring in our ministries and watch what God does through us. Thank you for listening to the Busy Pastor Podcast. As we close today's episode, we want to invite you to do a few things. Join the Busy Pastor community today by going to busypastor.org and filling out the form. You'll receive more free resources, starting with our Fab Five resource, helping you determine the five things only you can do. Follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Busy Pastor. If you liked today's episode, subscribe to The Busy Pastor and leave us a review wherever you get your podcasts. For more resources, join the Busy Pastor community by going to busypastor.org. The Busy Pastor podcast is produced by Andrew Lindstrom, video production Jake Tipton, audio engineer Brian Papik, music by Brandon Sharp, and graphics by Zach Shaddix. See you next week. Until then, let's be busy with the right things.